Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. What's up, man? Nothing. How about you? You know, it's been good. It's been good. Yeah, what's been good about it? Yeah. Uh, you know, having fun with the fam and my wife. Okay. Uh, that's been nice. Um, yeah, the snow, man. We got so much snow recently. What yeah. Now, you guys went and saw a movie. Yeah. Yeah, how was that? Don't yeah. give me anything. What was it good? What? Don't give you anything because yeah, I, mean, I can't like, say oh, it. I mean, yeah, but yeah, but don't, don't give anything away because I want to see oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the movie Glass. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Unbreakable. Yeah, which right? I've seen, yes. The first in the trilogy, yep. which I think is a perfect movie. It's a flawless movie. Yep. I think the script, the acting, the dialogue, the editing, everything about that movie is perfect. It is a perfect movie. I love Unbreakable. Split. Same universe, connected, Shyamalan, yep. uh, you know, on his trajectory upward after his slump. Yep. Uh, you know, good. Not nearly as good as I'm really good, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. Uh, glass. Do you know what a urinal puck is? <laughs> do you know what a urinal puck is? I do is? know, yes. Yeah, the, the, the little soapy things that mm. they used to put in the bottoms mm-hmm. of the urinal. Yeah. Those are, more, that? those are more interesting. Ah, uh. All right. It was this. This was. I would give this a C minus if I was feeling really generous. Yeah. It's not that the ideas were bad. The ideas were good. Uh, I'll, I can tell you this: way too much exposition. You know, like show don't tell. Yeah. yeah no, they, he didn't do that. It was. He just sat there telling. Oh my gosh! Oh, it's just so bad, dude. Oh, oh well, then forget it. I'm gonna go yeah. watch Wreck It Ralph two then. Ralph breaks the internet. Yeah, okay. What? <laughs> Just let me pick some movies out for you. No, no, Let's no. see Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, I saw the first one. All We're right. gonna watch the second one. All right. Yeah. Are you and well, Steve probably gonna go? No, I'm gonna go with my kids. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no. It's not in theaters anymore. We're waiting for it to be rent. Yeah, rentable. Have, on, they they on have to rent it on on Redbox. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy has a, <laughs> a DVD player in his basement. No, no, that. just rent on the iTunes. <laughs> rent on the iTunes. Okay, all right. You Redbox, you Redbox it, man. So That's what? So funny. No, it's good. I like it. We like watching at home. Comfy. Mm-hmm. Make popcorn. My kids like to laugh really loud. And talk during movies. Yeah. And so that's why we don't go to the theaters that often because I'm like, unless a movie comes, when a movie comes out, I wait a good three and a half weeks. Yeah. And then take them Saturday morning at like 9 a.m. Do your kids ever get mad that you take them to see junk movies? No, they love the movies. No, they they, they oh, like junk movies like you do? They, they yeah, just okay. love them. Yeah. Oh, it's so like great. My whole family likes junk movies. That's it. We go together. We enjoy yeah. it. Watch it. Mary Poppins Returns. Oh. So I figured if it's three and a half weeks later and we're going to a matinee at 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning mm-hmm. and you're complaining, right. that's your own fault. Here's the thing. When you take your you – know, the movie theaters that we go to have these large, comfortable recliners. Yeah, I take them there too. How long does it take you to fall asleep when you take your kids to see one of those movies? Um, It depends on the movie. Yeah? Yeah. Depends on the movie. Most times I'm up because like – Really? Yeah, because we, we go watch like uh, – they, they like all the Marvel ones. <sighs> and so do I. So I – you know. It's it's kind of for me too. Marvel's the worst. Nuh-uh. No, oh it's not. Gosh. Why do you think it's the worst? Because it's just it's Saturday morning cartoon style. It's just not, you know. If you like jokes and silliness and uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, we yeah, went yeah. And watched Aquaman a couple weeks ago. How bad was that? Seriously, you know what? It wasn't that bad. It was pretty bad. It was not that bad. I don't agree with uh, Pastor Pat and some of his assessment, 
What did he say? Well, him and Tommy tried saying it's better than Black Panther. And I'm like, no, no. Or at least wait. as good, they said. Wait. I know it's a whole different. Is it, isn't that DC? It is He's DC. saying he liked a DC one better than a Marvel one. Or at least on the same level. You know, I don't tr- trust Pat's assessment when it comes to film. Well, I do. You do? But, yeah. But when it you... comes to comics, yes. Nah. I absolutely do. But this one, I'm like, nah. First, I thought it was just Tommy saying it because I saw Tommy say it on Twitter. And I was like, Pat, you got to get your boy in check because your boy is dumb. <laughs> he's like, actually that's funny though because he's not he's like really smart yeah i know but on this but on this i'm yeah. like he's dumb and uh pat's like no 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 but i agree with him I'm like oh okay father like son maybe that's maybe 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 like it's like cyrano de bergiac like like tommy feeds pat all the information he just listens to tommy maybe that's where he gets his ideas from <laughs> that'd be amazing hey you want to do mailbag let's do it all right all right <clears throat> Well, we got, a, we got a bunch of messages, and we want to start doing some videos in response to the messages, but we're trying to work out some microphone issues, so that hasn't happened yet. So we did get a, um, a, fake, a Facebook message yep. from a brother. I don't have his name here. I just uh, kind of copied and pasted the text, but here's what it says. Hey, guys. I am a Reformed Baptist, but I have a few questions that I have been wrestling with. If Paul says in Romans 3 that, quote, there is no fear of God before their eyes as a general charge against all mankind— then how are there God-fearers like Cornelius? If the disobedience of Adam led to a universalism of guilt, sin, and death to all mankind, then why doesn't Jesus, the second Adam's obedience and atonement, cause a universalism of salvation from it? Does Adam's disobedience and fall have more authority and power over Christ's obedience and resurrection? Again, I am a Reformed Baptist, but as I study the scriptures, these are questions that have arisen I'm wrestling with. Thank you for all you do, and I am looking forward to your response. Sorry it took us so long to get to it, brother. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, let's deal with uh, God fearers. Okay, so when you're when you're looking at, at like Romans three, there is no fear of God before their eyes. No one seeks after God. No one does good. Um, you have to understand that that what Paul is saying is that no one fears God purely or perfectly, right? Uh, that there is no uh, proper motivation inside of a non Christian, a person who is not born again, to fear or love God. Yeah, there's no faith. There is there is no faith, so nothing can come from them that is good in God's sight. Now, on a, on a worldly sense, in the civil realm, people can be good, people can do good things in yeah, a relative sense. they can be de- deemed upright. Yeah, right? They, they can have good character, they can be kind and compassionate. So on a relative civil sense, a man can be righteous among his peers, but no one is righteous before God in and of themselves. No one fears God, no one seeks for God. And yet... Um, we read about people fearing God and seeking the Lord and all of this. So your question has to do with God fears. How are there God fears like Cornelius? Um, Cornelius from uh, Acts 10. Oh, I thought he was talking about Cornelius Van Til. Oh, <laughs> my bad. So yeah, yeah. Acts, uh, was it 9 and 10? Uh, 10 and uh, beginning of 11. 10 and 11. Yep. Right. So Cornelius, uh, here, here's the thing, a God fearer, uh, in the in the scripture was was generally a non Jew who had come to embrace the Jewish faith. It was a, a person who heard of Yahweh and His covenants and His promises and His laws, and they believed. So they were believing in the God that was revealed. Um, and if they were a true God fearer in the best possible sense, it means that they were born again, that they were regenerated, mm-hmm. that they were by God's spirit converted and were actual believers. Yeah. I mean, Acts 10 says this, uh, what does it say? 
there was an, a man named Cornelius, a centurion of what was known as the Italian cohort, a devout man who feared God with all his household, gave alms generously to the people, and prayed continually to God. Right. And so, you know, God visits homeboy yep, and, has a vision. And, and has very positive things to say. So, so to us, that sounds very much like Cornelius was a convert, a believer. He hadn't heard of Jesus yet, but he had, he, you know, in, in under the old covenant and mm-hmm. uh, in, in all that context, he had come to believe in the God of Israel, in, in Yahweh. Yahweh. And then as the gospel is then proclaimed to him, of course, he receives that because yes. he, he already believes uh, in Yahweh. It was uh, it was God's spirit continuing to move in him and, and sanctify him. So, yeah, we, so you can apply this to a couple of different things. No one fears God is what the scripture says, but but people do fear God. If they fear God properly, they are doing so from faith yes. as a consequence of God's grace. Um, so if they fear God, if they seek it, people do seek God. Seek and you will find, right? Um, I delight in those who seek me. Yeah. So people do seek God, but they won't do it on their of their own sinful will. It must come from a heart that has been changed by God's grace. It needs to stem from faith. Which is what we talked about just on this last Monday when we were talking about the effectual call. Exactly, exactly. Good. Good callback. Make yeah, there you go. That one. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see. If the disobedience of Adam led to a universal of guilt, sin, and death— and why doesn't the second Adam's obedience and atonement cause a universalism of salvation from it? Does Adam's disobedience and fall have more authority and power over Christ's obedience and resurrection? Well, the answer to that last question is no. No, yeah, that's a... It definitely yeah. does not have more power no. than that. Uh, what you really have to do is, is consider that these two Adams are representing uh, two groups of people. Yeah. So the first Adam represented all of humanity. So what he did is conveyed to all of humanity. The second Adam only represents the elect. Yep. The second Adam only represents the those people of God that God has given to him. Right. So this is what we've we've talked about this a lot in in past episodes. So really, what you're looking at here, I mean, you're talking about uh, Romans five, right? So let me go there. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay, so death in Adam, life in Christ, Romans 5, 12. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned, for sin indeed was in the world before law was given, but sin is not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who were whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through one man's trespass, trespass much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. And the free gift is not like the result of that one man's sin, for the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation, but the free gift following many trespasses brought justification. For if, because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as one trespass led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification of life for all men. So when it says all men there in that last verse, verse 18, you have to say, well, is this all without exception or all without distinction? We've talked about this before yeah. as well, right? And, um, and, and is it, and who are we referring to in all? It, if we want to take this in the, the most expansive way, then we have to say with verse 18 that Adam's sin brought condemnation to every single individual, all without exception, and Christ's act of justifying grace led to life for all men without exception. 
Mm. Now, we don't believe that that's what scripture teaches. No. We, we have clear statements about hell and death and judgment, uh, that some are saved and some perish. So it must then mean that this all is referring to a particular group. All can refer to the elect, the justification of life for all men can refer to those the Father had given to Christ. It can refer to all men who believe. Um, it can refer to all men without distinction who are a part of the elect. But in, in the simplest of terms, we're talking about all men who are represented in Adam and all men who are represented in Christ. Yeah. The trespass led to condemnation for all who were re represented by Adam and the one act of righteousness led to justification of life for all men who were represented or who are represented by Jesus. Mm. Uh, all right. Again, I'm a Reformed Baptist, but as I study the scriptures, these are questions that I have arisen. Listen, man. Uh, yeah, we all ask questions, you know, yeah. and we all, and even things that we have believed for a long time, sometimes we'll trip over and we're like, wait a minute, let me rethink this. And we'll go back and we go back to take the scriptures. Take another look at it. Yep. You know, don't take our word for it, right? We're, we're here riffing and just kind of giving you some quick answers. Um, read the scriptures, uh, read the best theologians out there and uh, and find the, the, the best explanation that you can. There are much better treatments of this, of this stuff out there. Uh, we would encourage you to look at some really good commentaries, but uh, in short, um, I think it all comes down to uh, who each head represents covenantally. Yep. Uh, next question. I'm not going to actually say who it's from. Uh, Steve McCoy. <laughs> so the message is subject is association here. Uh, good morning. I want to start. Wait, off wait, wait. Read it like he types. Oh, good morning. There it is. <laughs> I want to start out by saying that I recently found your podcast and have really enjoyed them and have sparked some great conversation between my wife and I. Let me preface my questions by saying that my wife and I love our church and know that they love God and are eagerly seeking him. It also was the tool that led to the restoration of our marriage. Nice. That being said, there are a few things that cause us questions. Do you associate with any Reformed Baptist associations? That's a question mark there. He's asking us. Do you associate with any Reformed Baptist associations? I think they knew it was a question when it started with the do you. I think you didn't have to tell them that there was yeah, a question. Yeah, right so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a question, guys. Do you uh, and talk to us with any Reformed Baptist associations? We live in Texas and didn't know if you had any recommendations. I guess our biggest concern is about freedom of worship. I guess you could call us charismatic when it comes to worship. My wife and I are co-leaders of a marriage group and have recently joined the marriage ministry team. So we're trying to prayerfully or we're trying to prayerful with any consideration of moving churches. Trying to be prayerful. Prayer, yeah. yeah. Also want to say that be you guys are- Be more careful. You should be more, less prayerful, more careful when you're writing. Go. <laughs> also want to say that you guys are doing an amazing job. Please keep up the good work. Have a blessed day. Blessed day. Blessed day. Blessed. Blessed day. Blessed. Uh, yeah, man. All right. So first of all, I, I, Jimmy and I, I, we didn't talk at all before any of this. So uh, we're looking at this. Uh, so I think we're going to wind up saying the same thing. Well, let's find out. Uh, let's see here. Um, okay, we are not a part of a Reformed Association, no. uh, but ARBCA, A-R-B-C-A, yep. it's a good association of Reformed Fantastic. Baptists. They're definitely present in Texas. So look up ARBCA, A-R-B-C-A, Association of Reformed Baptist Churches in America. Um, do a Google search if you want to check that stuff out. And even if you don't ever change churches, it's good to be networking and fellowshipping with brothers from other churches, yeah. especially other Reformed brothers, especially if you're not in a Reformed church. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jimmy, does he need to leave his church? I don't see why. Why would he leave his church? I don't see why. Uh, there may be good reasons, but he hasn't, but he hasn't said any. that. I don't see any strife, any division. Um, I mean, it's a, by your own 
words here that you're saying that they love God and are eagerly seeking him. That's that's a great church. Yeah. This is the church that God used to restore your marriage. Yeah. This you're, is a, you're, you're leading in this, this church. This is, a, this is a, a great ministry here. Yeah. And apparently, like, it doesn't sound like the worship is the problem because you, no. you seem to like, you know, you're more charismatic. I don't I don't think that I don't think you mean charismatic in the in the theological sense, probably just more expressive hand raising kind of stuff. Maybe, Maybe like mean, some I, Hillsong or something. Yeah, I mean, I've music. seen, I've seen, I've seen Jen raise hands. So I mean, she's charismatic. Only when she has a question. No, no, no. My no, wife no. only raises her hand no, when she has during a worship. Yes. So she's at, she's so, excuse hey, me. right there. She's like, excuse Jeremy, me, Jeremy, Jeremy. Little, little, little pitchy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a question. No, it was just a comment. She wants okay, to, no, I no, have no, a comment. Yeah. See, I knew, I knew you and I would be on the same page. Listen, if I was looking for a church, I would first look for a church that was reformed and Baptist. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I couldn't find one that was in close proximity, yep. and that's relative, of course, uh, then I would just look for uh, another Bible believing church. That, listen, that is it gospel saturated where the people are eagerly, they love God and they're eagerly seeking God. That That's yeah. a great church. Yeah, man. Look, I, I if they're preaching the Bible, yeah. that's like, I couldn't, I couldn't roll if they're not preaching the Bible. No, I, they, they got it. Now, listen, they don't, I don't have to agree with them. Listen, people here don't agree with me on everything that I say. No. So no. like your, you know, illustration today. What? Yo, you know what? I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, you know what? My illustration was good. Oh, oh no. when I said, if you ain't slaying, you ain't, you ain't praying, you ain't slaying? No, no, that, no, that was cheesy. That, that was, was good. A, I, I, people like that. No, it was like, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I killed my dog. I'm like, oh, no, no, why, I was why, explaining, why are you making it so I was, I, was ex- no, I was explaining, I was explaining that, like, okay, so I was talking about killing sin mm-hmm. and how, you know, in like in a garden, Right, you. Well, no, you, you wanna, like, we're really, you're like, oh, we're not really good at killing sin, but you know what, my family, we should be good at killing sin because we're good at killing other things, like our first dog. Well, I didn't just say that. I said, yes, we, you we, did. No, I said, listen to it. Listen to the sermon I, I, on no, Sunday. What I said, what I said was, this I said, past Sunday, listen. We, to it. we 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 don't. We're not really good at uh, at gardening, right? Because we kill everything mm-hmm. in the garden. I said, we kill everything. Like we even killed our first dog, right? So like it was just like a people need to relate. People need to know. I, I make mistakes too. That's mm. like everybody. Everybody's killed a dog. No, if you've had more than one dog, you've probably killed one of them. Oh my gosh, Joe, that's no. so normal. No, there's a difference. It was an accident. There's there's a difference between putting a dog down. Oh yeah, because of uh you know just yeah. uh, health issues yeah. and stuff and leaving your dog out in the middle of a thunderstorm yeah and it died Got struck of pneumonia. Lightning. yeah <laughs> or pneumonia whatever <laughs> it was i don't remember yeah that was uh yeah as soon as you said yeah, it, I'm like, i looked at michelle like that was actually i think i even text brian yeah i was like yeah that was an awkward that yeah, was awkward. it was supposed to be it was supposed to be <laughs> so yeah, that's what happens when you don't have a lot of notes mm-hmm. you just like riff so yeah so as long as your, your pastor's not talking about killing a dog then you're fine yeah um yeah, we, we just, I mean, if they're preaching the, here's the thing, I've got, we've got people that, people at Redeemer really like Redeemer, warts and all, like they understand that we've got a lot of room to work, a lot of room to mature and grow. Oh gosh, but, we do. But the people here really do love the church. And so when they have to move somewhere, when their job relocates them, they'll, they'll be like, all right, man, I can't find a church. I can't find a church like Redeemer. And it's like, okay. And I say, of course you can't. And it's not because we're the best church. It's because every church has its own culture and flavor. Correct. And so what you have to do is you have to decide you know, out of the of the things that are important, what are the things that you're going to die for? What are the things that you're going to stay for or leave for? And for me, it's got to be good biblical preaching. Yes, healthy leadership. And it's got to be good community. If I if I can't roll with you guys, uh, then I can't stay. If I can't be fed by the preaching, I can't stay. Uh, but then after that, it gets into other issues like, well, what's the culture of worship like and all that stuff. And, you know, I have a lot of preferences, but I lay those aside there yeah. because it's more important. So look, man. I know. So Joe's, even though he planted the church, he's mad that we don't allow fog machines and lasers. And death metal. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it would say, Gothenburg sorry, Joe. death metal. Yeah. We're like, no, Joe, sorry. Sorry. He lays that preference aside. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because the elders won't allow him. Yeah, it's like, you know, yeah. Ain't no harvest situation over here. No, no, it ain't no one listening to you. <laughs> it's like reverse harvest. Yeah. They stab pictures of my face. <laughs> if you if you know what I'm talking about. That's All horrible. Right. That was horrible. But no, I wouldn't leave the church. That, right. That's just, now, I, I that think it's said, a good church. Now, that said, if there are issues that are serious and that you haven't yes. explained, then that's so. If there are serious theological problems where your conscience, you don't want your kids to be taught there, Okay, I get that. Um, if the preaching is is way off the mark, then fine. But if but if but if this guy is preaching the word, and if the people are great, man, and it sounds like the couple is more charismatic in worship. Yeah, yeah. I guess our biggest concern is about freedom of worship. I guess you could call us charismatic when it comes to worship. So I'm, but I'm guessing that's probably cool where they're at. Because his question is, is if we go to a reformed church, is that going to be cool? Oh yes, yeah. So yeah. I'm saying he's more charismatic than they are. I don't think he's I don't think he's more charismatic than the church he's at. Okay, maybe. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Definitely? Yeah. Definitely you could yeah. read his mind. No, we talked. Well, did you? Yeah, I already talked him through all oh, this. Oh, okay. Stuff. The, yeah, the, never mind yeah. then if you already yeah, talked to exactly him. That's exactly what he no, okay. Hmm. Maybe not. So whatever it is though, but just you know, and if you're if you're at a church if they freak out because you raise your hands, all right, I would just leave. I I ain't got time for that kind of a church. Yeah. So that's weird. If you want to raise their hands, that's fine. But uh, you know, if you're spinning in circles and jumping up and down, that's well, different. You're, you're, now you're making and a you're spectacle. pulling out your painting easel and start yeah, like, you know you're starting to sculpt with your feet. <laughs> Wait, you know? well, yeah, I don't know what they do. Charismatics do weird things. Sculpt with their feet. Yeah, man. With the blind Hold on. Like bird box. Look at a bird box. Look at a bird box. Have you heard about that bird box worship? Stop I know it. it's a joke. Was I it did, a joke? I did. I just. I couldn't. It. I can't remember. If it was Babylon B. I don't think it was Babylon B. No, stop it. There's right, no look way. It look it up. All right. So yeah, <laughs> I mean here uh, while Joe's looking that up. I mean I was I was in a church situation. I've talked about it before. Um, where my conscious, I, I couldn't, I couldn't stay there anymore. My wife and I, uh, could not. It was a hard decision, hard decision because, you know, uh, I love the people, still love the people. There's people there that, uh, that I still talk to regularly, uh, from that church. They loved me. They embraced me when I first moved to Canada. Um, and actually, you know, my, my wife's family, her parents, uh, were members of that, are still members of that church. My father in law was an elder of the church. Um, but it was because of theological issues, theological issues and uh, disagreements with uh, overbearing leadership, um, abusive leadership is, is the way I would put it, uh, with the senior pastor that we just had to go. But that was hard. That It's not something that to be taken lightly, which I'm, I'm thankful that you guys, as you're saying here, we're prayerfully considering this. Uh, because it's it's hard to leave a church. Uh, it's family. These are people that that. You love, they love you, and you guys are in community together. So, yeah, take it serious. Uh, it's not something to just jump off on on any any little issue. Yeah, don't be divisive. Yeah, like or divisive it, either. Or, even, di- right? or but mostly divisive. Yeah, because divisive is worse. Divisive is lesser than divisive. No. Look it up, Google it. So, um, because you are the odd man out. That church has an established theology, yes, an established uh, culture, and you do not want to come in there with a wrecking ball, you know, or with five wrecking balls and just start swinging, you know, tulip around. Yeah, yeah. I can't even, I got that song now stuck in my head. Did you come in like a wrecking ball? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because uh, it, that's just not cool, man. So if you can't be chill and be cool and hold your convictions and have good influence, but not be divisive or divisive, mm-hmm. uh, then if you can't do that, then you need to go. Yeah. So there's a lot to consider there, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, from my, from my research here. Yeah, is uh, it Babylon B? No, it's not. This is oh. real. This ain't real. No yeah, way. Yeah, it's real. Yep. It was pulled from a, a guy's Facebook page. Tonight we worshiped in such an unconventional way. 
but had such an incredible experience. We took this away, charisma news, isn't it? Nope. We took away our visual focus, our visual to focus on the spiritual. No distractions, no judgments, no worries, just unconventional and unrestricted worship. Bird box. Hashtag bird box. All right. Hashtag viral. Yeah. If you have to hashtag you your own hashtag, stuff with viral, yeah, it's, not it's viral. not viral. It's not viral. No, no. Um, okay. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. Do blind people get offended at that? Wait, what? Do blind people get offended because like all these people are like blindfolding themselves? Hey, any game, son. This is life. Must be a must be a privilege to uh, uh, well, a, a nice pri- like a sight privilege. You're just gonna like casually blind yourself for for like a little experience. I don't know. Maybe they get offended. All I'm saying is, um, we ain't doing that here at Redeemer. <laughs> We're not doing the bird box job. Besides, if we did, Jimmy or some one of these guys would be like throwing stuff at people like pretending they didn't do it oh, it would be a nightmare first of all i'd be throwing stuff at the rest of the leaders at the elders oh, for it. doing no, it yeah. for, no that would be <laughs> that would yeah but you could just take the scrunchie that you wear that to keep your stop hair back it. and just pull it right over your eyes Why you can't you built in for that <laughs> stop it I, it, it's a yeah. nice scrunchie oh gee okay hey if you want us to read but never respond to your questions <laughs> you can contact us through our form on the website yep so, uh, yep you can uh, hit us up on facebook yep uh, you could follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at Doc and Devo. Doc and Devo. And Facebook slash Dr. Devotion. You can go to the website, drdevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store. And this is the next couple days is the last time for you to grab the hoodie. Why are you looking at me like that? I think it's already over. No, it's not. Are you extending it? No, it goes through this week. Last week was the first week. This is the second week. You big dummy. It ends on uh, Sunday. So ends on Sunday. This the episode 3rd. is dropping not this week, but the next. No, week. this is going this week. No. Yes, it is. No. Yes, it is. First only, only because every you Monday said that. And Thursday, you changed blog it up. Post on you, you messed up. Later. And now you're changing the schedule. Later.